Some named, most not. She remembered the women who died, too. Every one of those deaths was an ache on her heart, a dark shadow. But it was the ones who lived that Gracie always kept in her mind as she coached a woman in the delivery. The baby who'd been born that day would live. Gracie knew that by his lusty cry. She didn't know what he'd been named. Did not know the names of the boy and girl, either. She'd never seen either one of them before that night, and there hadn't been time for introductions. It was that way sometimes. The boy had stayed by his wife's side, rubbing her back and whispering words of love as she twisted in pain and begged Gracie to make the baby go away. It hadn't been such a long labor, but the girl was wore out even before the time came for her to push. The boy, too. She was too young, too much a girl for childbirth, and the boy had promised he'd never again put her through such pain. Gracie had smiled at that. It was never a promise to be kept. When the pain slacked off, the boy built up the fire and heated more water. He warmed the soft rag set aside to swaddle the baby, even offered to make tea for Gracie. The thoughtfulness touched her. She'd wanted a cup and half thought to say yes— before she remembered how poor the two of them were. The tea was dear-bought and should be saved for the girl. "'We've got no money to pay you,' the boy said. "'But I noticed your cabin needs chinking, and I'm right smart at that. There's nary a breeze that comes through these logs.' He nodded at the walls made of logs squared off and fitted tight, chinked with mud and burrow dung, and tried not to sound proud. "'And she knows where the best raspberries grow,' We'll bring you a pail come raspberry in time, or a pie. She makes it better than anybody, that one. Gracie wondered where they'd get the money for the sugar, but she said, pay enough. And indeed, it was better than what she got from some. Cash money, even the two dollars she charged for a birthing, was hard to come by, and she didn't always receive it. She'd have attended the girl anyway, of course. You couldn't turn down a mother especially one giving birth to her first. So Gracie might have told the boy she didn't expect anything from him, because they didn't have anything. The bed was spread with balsam for a mattress, and a stove had been fashioned from an oil drum. Still, those two wouldn't take charity. Gracie would have to warn the women in her Swandike quilting group about that. They'd want to help, to bring their broths and stews, their tiny quilts and shirts— They would mean well, but they'd have to be humble. They'd have to say it would be a kindness to take the soup off their hands, for they'd made too much and it would spoil. And it would pleasure them to see that blanket wrapped around another baby. Would make them remember when their own were young. Would you bring us that joy? Oh, those two wouldn't take a thing if they thought it was charity. When Gracie had lifted the sheet that was draped over the girl's legs... The boy had glanced away, ashamed, as if it wasn't right to look at his wife like that. Ah, now, Gracie had said, the baby's crowning. What? the boy asked. Crowning. It means you can see the head. It's coming now. Look, you. And despite his reluctance, the boy had sent a sideward glance between his wife's legs and stood transfixed. Push.
Gracie ordered, as the girl struggled and gripped the iron bars of the bed, the only piece of furniture in the room that was not made by hand. The boy's hand, most likely. The bed was old, the bars twisted, the brass on the knobs worn off. They'd probably found it in a deserted cabin or at the dump. Push. The girl pushed, her face contorting, sweat pouring off her body. She twisted, rattling the newspapers that had been spread beneath her on the bed. The boy gripped his wife's arm, tears running down his cheeks. Come on, honey girl, he whispered. He glanced at Gracie, but she paid him no attention. Push. Oh, you're doing a fine job. You're such a good girl, Gracie coached. It hurts, the girl had whimpered, but she didn't ask Gracie to make it stop that time. Again, Gracie said, and the head popped out. There it is. Oh, you are doing finally the best I ever saw. You were made for babies. Push again.